morning and welcome to your flagship radio program, the Nazgul Moments Radio Show. Do you know where your children are at this moment? Tree planting is the process of transplanting tree seedlings, generally for forestry, for land reclamation, or for landscaping purposes. The act of selecting, planting, and caring for a tree can also send a powerful message that you care about the environment. Trees are quite strategic in combating global warming as they absorb the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Trees also replenish the air with oxygen and contribute immensely to the aesthetics of the environment. Trees also check erosion and stem the tides of windstorms by serving as windbreakers. Planting trees in your neighborhood really is one of the best things you can do for the environment and for the planet. It's no secret that trees help the environment and the planet, but you may be surprised by all the benefits that planting trees can provide. Over the years, several campaigns have held with the sole aim of promoting tree planting. Sadly, however, there has been a major decline in tree planting efforts across Nigeria, perhaps with the exception of states such as Jigawa and lately Kaduna. In almost every part of the country, we are instead forced to grapple with issues of deforestation, depletion of the ozone layer, and other climate and environmental related issues. Scientific evidence has since proven that these environmental problems have arisen partly out of practices such as logging and indiscriminate felling of trees. Nasco Moments Radio Show is convinced that planting of trees on a regular, cyclical basis is not only beneficial to the environment, but is also beneficial to humankind in general. This is why we have again returned to the subject matter today. And to give insights into the benefits of tree planting on the environment this Saturday morning, we have invited on the Nasco Moments radio show, Mr. Falimara Babajide Charles. Mr. Charles is a forestry and wood technology expert. My name is Dungyang. We'll be right back. A promise kept. the taste of Nasco cream crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco cream crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco cream crackers is best served with tea, coffee, and cheese. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers, a promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. Nasco cream, cream, cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers, another quality product from Nasco. Thank you, sir, for coming on the Nasco Moment Show this morning. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, why is tree planting a necessity? Yeah, I would say tree planting is very necessary um, and very important. The like that tree is one of the most um, important major component of the of creation. Now, see, when God created the environment, you know, God created vegetation before creation of a man. Not man before vegetation. Vegetation was created before man. And then, you know, God, who is the master architect, you know, he created a perfect and balanced environment in the of beautiful vegetations. And then thereafter, he committed man, <coughs> excuse me, he committed man to take care, to tend that, to nurture this beautiful and balanced environment. Then initially, man started doing well. But along the line, you no know, man begins to alter this beautiful and balanced environment. And how? I'll explain. Now, number one, we talk about increasing population. Now, today, the world population is about 7.5 billion. And in Nigeria, you know, the projected population is about 190 million. 
Now, the effect of this is it poses you know, increasing demand on land. And then, you know, we talk about increasing demand for land for agricultural purposes, for building construction. And what happens is, you know, people go to the forest area, clear them, and call them, you know, for all these purposes. Now, aside from that, we also talk about the issue of urbanization. We talk about issues of um, um, technological advancements. We talk about improved standard of living, the construction of road networks. Now, all these have actually altered the beautiful and balanced environment created by God. Now, these developmental factors are actually necessary in the light of sustainability. But then, you know, in, our, in, our, in our conceptual world, we have to be striking a balance between development and sustainability. That's why we have to be talking about tree planting. Okay. Yeah. Now, can you give us examples of some unique uh, type trees or plants that help in preserving the environment? All right. Now, you have to be talking about types. Now, this is dependent on, one, the environment, and then the location where you are actually doing the planting. We also have to look at the objective of management. Now, if we're talking about um, environmental location, now there are some trees that can survive in jaws, and some may not survive in jaws. So I have to look at the location to know some trees, basic trees, I mean, the basic trees that can survive in jaws. Why when you talk about objectivity, you talk about objective of management. Now, you talk about maybe the economic value, also maybe some trees for agroforestry practices. Now, if we're talking about economic value, we look at trees like Pakia Bagulibosa, which is the locust beans. Then we have the Avenger Gabonensis, which is the normal Ogbono used for Ogbono soup. Ogbono. Ogbono soup. Okay. The one used for Ogbono soup, which produces fruit, is for Ogbono soup. Then we have the Vatelaria Paradusa, that one is the shea butter tree. Then we have Moringa Olifera, that one is common. And we have the Magnifera Indica, which is the mango. All those ones are fruit trees. Then we're talking about maybe timber production or pool production. We talk about um, Tecnona Grandis, Melania Borea. We look at the Atadirashita Indica, Nim, commonly known as Indoguyaru. Those are the examples of trees that I can plant. And if you're looking at agroforestry practices, maybe including um, trees alongside with crops and then maybe livestock, you can plant trees like Dracidia, Sepium, um, Lucina, Lycosifella. You can plant trees and all those kinds of trees. names that we can recognize? Mm, those are actually their scientific names. Mm. Yeah, their scientific names. Yeah, can we have also the names that we can recognize so that we can... Okay, the common yes. names. Yeah, actually, most of them, they have those local names. It depends on the location. They have the Hausa name, they have their Yoruba name and their Ibo name. So it depends on the location. And then for maybe for beautification, you have what is called there's this uh, flamboyant tree. It produces red flower during the dry season. It, it shed the sleep and then produces a red flower to actually beautify the environment. So those are some examples of trees hmm. that you can plant to beautify the environment and preserve the environment. Okay, apart from the effect on the environment, what other benefits uh, can be derived from tree planting? Yeah, there are, like I said, apart from the effects of maybe beautification of the environment, like you know, breathing and breathing trees allow us to breathe. Then trees also you know improves the air quality, and also trees you know helps to cool down the environment. It cools down the earth. Now those are some of the environmental benefits. When we talk about other benefits aside from the environmental benefits, we look at you no know, trees. You know they provide um job creation, employment opportunity, you know, through establishment of industries. Like we have uh, some industries plywood industries, particle ball mills, and the rest. Then we look at the small-scale enterprises. We look at maybe production of shin sticks, production of charcoal, production of all these um, um, keno or mortar pestle. Those ones are small-scale industries. So it provides employment opportunity for people as well as wealth creation. And also it provides shelter. And according to the United Nations um, estimates, it said that about 300 million people live right inside the forest. <coughs> Excuse me. They live right inside the forest. And then 60 million also depend on the trees for their livelihood. So it provides shelter. Let me talk about the health care value, delivery of health care. And that has been discovered based on research work that people who stay, or hospital patients who stay in the hospital, 
in old stadium, but where we have window view of trees and they tend to recover faster than those who don't have window view of trees. Then trees also improves the mental, um, mental health of people. Like students maybe who study around areas or surrounding where we have trees and they tend to assimilate faster and they understand what they are, whatever they are reading. So those are some of the other benefits that we can derive from. Trees. All right, that sounds interesting. Listener, this is the Nasco Moments show, and uh, we're not done yet, we're just scratching the surface. Today it's all about tree planting. We'll be right back. The Nasco Group 2016 Customer and Partners Forum and Appreciation Ceremony will hold on Thursday, 10th August 2017, at Golden Base. Customers who are best performing partners, including transporters, will receive awards and plaques in the gold, silver, bronze categories, amongst other mouth-watering prizes. The NASCO Group 2016 Customer and Partners Forum and Appreciation Ceremony is strictly on invitation and starts at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. All invited guests must therefore be seated by 2.35 p.m. prompt, please. NASCO, providing the quality life. Welcome back. This is the NASCO Moment Show, and we have been examining tree planting as a necessary environmental practice. Our guest is Mr. Babajide Charles, a forestry and wood technology expert. And so far, we've talked about the benefits of tree planting to our environment. Now, what role should people play in preserving the environment through tree planting and other good environmental practices? Now, this role that we're talking about it involves a collective effort of you know, each and every one of us. I'll explain by using the acronym TREES. Now, T stands for you know, teach people around you, teach people in your environment on the importance of actually planting this tree and then the grave consequences of, of removing or deforesting the environment. The ER stands for you know, reclaim and recover lands that have been degraded, lands that have been destroyed or trees by you know, through the process of afforestation or reforestation processes. The E, we talk about you know, encouraging people in the environment to live in a way that is not harmful to the environment. There are some people that actually consider trees or the forest as a natural gift of nature that should be exploited at will without replacement. So you know, this forest, these trees, it goes beyond that. And they are more or less like a blessing for the survival of mankind on earth. And also the other E, you know, it starts with an establishment of plantations, wood laws around our houses, around our buildings, around our institutions. And then as we talk about support and cooperation with organizations like we have NASCO. And people should support and cooperate with them, you know, through their you know, NASCO, through their social um, public social responsibility. You know, they, they, they are engaged in kind of sensitization program like this. So people should cooperate with them and support them in programs like this. Hmm. What can be done to forestall unnecessary felling of trees? And tell us what is the disadvantage of such a practice? Now, actually, uh, what can be done is you know, the major thing that can be done is to involve you know the primary custodian of the forest, who are the community dwellers, they are the close neighbor to the forest. So they should be actually involved in conservation efforts. And not only that, you know, in policy making, you know, people like in the, in, in the top, at the top, like the policy makers, it just makes policy with actually involving people at the background. So in making of policies, the primary consultant of the forest, the community dwellers should also be involved in the conservation efforts as well as in the conservation, I mean in the conservation as well as in the policy making, in protecting and preserving uh, the forest. Now I'll give an instance. Now somebody once said that, you know, if, like for instance, the federal government should place a signboard, maybe in the forest itself, and they write on it that nobody should cut down trees or should fell trees. That itself, we attract people to come and fell and cut down the trees. But if somebody, maybe a local person, just go to the tree, tie a red cloth or a white cloth, and then maybe pour palm oil and then you know, things like that, ordinarily people will not actually step into that trees. So it is the local people or the neighbors of the community that are close to the community that know what goes in and what comes out of 
the forest. So they should be involved in the conservation efforts mm. of preserving the environment. All right. Um, are there any disadvantages to having too many trees uh, in the environment? And how could this affect people, especially farmers? Mm, I will categorically say that we don't, there are no disadvantages. Now, when you have too much in a, in a, in a um, in society, especially in a city, and there's a master plan. And in that master plan, you have what is called green spaces. And in those green spaces, you know, trees are supposed to be planted. You know, around your buildings, around along the roadsides, there's supposed to be you know, trees all around. So the more you know you have these trees, the more the benefits. And like I said earlier on, vegetation was created before man. And all over everywhere there were vegetations aside from the water bodies. So instead of talking about, you know, talking about more trees, we are we are more or less reducing the vegetation, we are reducing the trees. So when we have more trees in the environment, you know, we get more more um, more benefits. Now like the farmers, if the farmers will have trees in their farm, then the trees will benefit them more in the sense that one, the trees you know, help to reduce soil erosion, washing away of soil nutrients from the soil and then compacting the soil so that it will not be washed away through their rooting system. And then some of these trees can be used as sticks. Uh, for instance, maybe those who plant well into yam plant and yam um, production, they can use some of the trees in, the, uh, in their farms to serve as uh, sticks for sticking their uh, yam. Then the trees you know, can also help to reduce loss of water through evapotranspiration process from their crops. And then it serves as windbreak, preventing you no know, mechanical damage to some of their trees and their crops. So these are some of the numerous benefits they can actually benefit from planting trees in their farm mm. and so on. Okay. Um, does it serve as any form of organic fertilizer? Of course, the litter falls from the trees when they drop to the ground. You know, during, after some period of time, they will decay and then add more nutrients to the soil. And that's why we call it, that's why people are, and people do encourage the farmers to engage in agroforestry practices, where they incorporate you know trees alongside with their crops. By doing so, the trees will actually benefit them. There are some trees, like I mentioned earlier, they have an Clearsidia sepium, what else? The Leucina species. Now they are nitrogen-fixing plants. They help in increasing. You know, some of the nutrients in the soil, so it's more, you know, it gives them more benefits when they have them in their, in their farm. Would you recommend a specific legislation to tackle and perhaps discourage harmful practices that lead to deforestation and also that affect the environment negatively? All right, yeah, I'll say the government, you know, actually they can enact you know, some strict laws and then punitive measures. Like for instance, I'll give an example in Kogi State. Recently, the governor of Kogi State, that is the year below, you know, he actually banned, you know, outrightly the, all, all forms of illegal felling or deforestation in Kogi State. And anybody who is caught, you know, with any, of, any form of log in the vicinity of uh, Kogi State will be made to pay a fine of 1.5 million. So he discouraged you know, any form of illegality or felling of trees in, that, in, in, in Kogi State. So things like this can be done so that people, you know, be scared of actually destroying, you know, the trees. But there are people who can do it legally. Yes, of course, when they pass through the normal process, when they pass through the right process or the right channel, then people will guide them on. You know, the numbers of trees will be felled, and then probably, you know, they will look at the trees to know if they are matured or not matured. So people just go to the forest, look at, you know, just harvest trees. Some trees are not yet mature, but they go there and just cut them, cut them down, and then, you know, they reduce the gestation period of that particular tree, and then the regeneration process of such trees. So there's need for, you know, control. If there's no control, people just go there and indiscriminately fell the trees. So what is happening in Kogi State is a good development. Of course, a good development. And something that you like other states to emulate. Of course, they can emulate it, but depending, like like Kogi State, for instance, the major reason why the government actually you know brought brought up this issue of ban was because now what the forest in Kogi State, what is left now, just two percent of its forest, most of all the trees, the vegetated vegetated areas has been deforested. It's been deforested, so there's little or no conserved 
or reserve them for a reserve in Google State. Right. So other states around can actually emulate such things to cope the issue of deforestation or felling of trees. If you're just joining us, this is the NASCO Moments radio show. And today we're talking about tree planting as a necessary and beneficial environmental practice. Join us again right after this. The NASCO Group 2016 Customer and Partners Forum and Appreciation Ceremony will hold on Thursday, 10th August 2017 at Golden Base. Customers who are best performing partners, including transporters, will receive awards and plaques in the gold, silver, bronze categories, amongst other mouth-watering prizes. The NASCO Group 2016 Customer and Partners Forum and Appreciation Ceremony is strictly on invitation and starts at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. All invited guests must therefore be seated by 2.35 p.m. prompt, please. NASCO, providing the quality life. Welcome, you're on to your favorite NASCO Moment show. And today we have Mr. Falimar Babajide Charles, who is a forestry and wood technology expert. And we have so far discussed tree planting as a necessary environmental practice. This is the last segment of the show where our focus will be on the rules and regulations of tree planting in Nigeria. Now, in, in years past, um, tree planting campaigns were organized by governments and communities, but um, this has sort of waned. What has happened to those campaigns? Actually, this is one of these campaigns that's still in existence, not as if not in existence, but just that the tribe and tempo has reduced. And this can be attributed to you know, this consistency in government policies, this continuity of government policies, and then there's heavy use of land for physical um, construction, for buildings, for cultural purposes. And then also, you know, the perception of people, you know, people's perception and attitude in the environment. And if you tell a typical farmer to actually plant a tree in his farm, he will tell you, what will I benefit? I will I benefit maybe in, my, in the next 20 to 50 years, will I actually benefit, me personally, will I personally benefit from this tree? So they will not you know, want to plant a particular tree. So these are some of the setbacks. Now I'll give some instances, like I said, some of these campaigns are still in existence. I'll give, I'll give uh, some instances, like my institution, Federal College of Forestry. Now in the year 2013, 14 and 15, we visited some secondary schools in all the local government in the two states. And we went there, we gave them some tree seedlings, about 100 plus, and then we also educated, we educated them on the need to actually plant the trees and then the importance of planting this particular tree. And then thereafter, we demonstrated for them how to plant those particular trees. And then every year, which is the fifth, every year on the 5th of June, it's called the World Environmental Day. We go around, you know, around the environment, we plant trees, and then even the Ministry of Environment as well. We, do, we go and we carry out this campaign of uh, tree planting. And in Lagos State in 2014, particularly, the, uh, the governor, which uh, that was when uh, Pashula was uh, the governor, he actually encouraged students, about 50,000 students, to plant trees in Lagos State. Immediately they uh, were admitted. And then they are actually having a target of about 10 million trees by 2020. Also in Jigawa State, like we mentioned earlier on, uh, in 2016, they planted about 2.5 million trees in Jigawa State. So some of these campaigns actually in, are still in existence. Now, but the major problem is, you know, when these programs are launched and then they are flagged, flagged or either by the federal, state, or local government, now there's this extreme drive enthusiasm to actually, you know, plant the trees. Now, the, the, this uh, planting, planting campaign actually goes beyond just planting. Now, the other process is the post-planting operation. That is actually more, you know, more as, as important as the planting process. Now, if you plant and just leave the trees without, you know, maintenance, without follow-up, the trees will also die back. So the planting operation is also as important as the planting process. But people after planting, they just, you know, leave the plants and before you know, the plants, you know, die back. So that has been the major problem. Hmm. 
How helpful and effective is tree planting in fighting the scourge of erosion and desertification in some parts of the country? Uh, it has been effective to some extent. Uh, let me give a particular example. There is this initiative uh, uh, established by the federal government. They call it Green, Green Great Walk. And it was, it was actually a concept brought by the former Minister of Environment, Amina Mohamed, before she left for the United Nations. Now, the Green Great Walk initiative was actually to um, plant trees, wall of trees, along the, the, the they call these um, 11 frontline states in the northern part of the country, including Adamawa, Yobe, um, Kano, Castina, Gombe, about 11 northern states in the country. So, this particular concept was actually established wall of tree along this frontline state to, to actually tackle the effect of the certification and then also create employment opportunity. And so far so good, I would say this program has actually been helpful to some extent. It has improved some of their farming activities. It has reduced the issue of um, call it soil erosion. And also it has helped to rehabilitate some of their lands, you know, bringing back and restoring uh, some of their lands. So at least to some extent it has been helpful. Okay, so you would call that a success then? Yeah, to some level. To some level. To some level, but not... Hmm. What deliberate steps would you like to see taken by government, the public sector, community leaders, uh, and so on to expand and sustain the practice of tree planting beyond just beautification of the landscape? Uh, yeah. Now, the government, the uh, public and private sectors, and all these uh, non governmental organizations, not sure, in fact, even we, the individuals, we should redouble our efforts in sensitizing the public on the economic, the social, and then as well as the environmental benefits of this tree. In the environment, you know, we need to exercise them and then let them know that this tree is as important as we, we as in we human beings ourselves. And then they also, they also intimidate them about the grave consequences. And it's not just telling them the importance; they should also be aware of the grave, the grave consequences of removing these trees from the environment. And also, you know, the federal government or state government should make seedlings free of charge for individuals to come and buy. I mean, to come and get and then plant either in our houses, religious centers, schools, institutions, and the rest. So as to actually populate you know, the trees that we have in the environment. Then lastly, I would say, um, or at every level of education, either in the primary, secondary, or tertiary institutions. Now students, you know, when they get admitted, they, they should be made to plant trees. And then all through their uh, stay in the school, they should be made to nurture this tree until they graduate. So that anytime they come, they can come back some any other time. And then you know, when they see the tree, they will be proud to say I was the one that actually planted uh, this tree. So some of these efforts can actually be put in place to actually uh, sustain uh, the tree planting campaign. Okay. Uh, what final words can you give on this topic? Uh, I would say um, there's this uh, Chinese proverb that says, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the best time to plant now, the second best time to plant now is today. So people should plant a tree today. All right. I hope. Um, but they can get seedlings from the School of Forestry to plant Yeah, of course. We have, you know, we have a, um, a nursery. Yeah, we have diverse kinds of tree seedlings. So people can come and consult and then we will tell them, you know, give them and they buy. So we have uh, seedlings in Federal College of Forestry just yeah. All right. So I'll be expecting uh, everybody to get at least one uh, tree seedling plant and take care of it so that you can nurture it and say, this is the tree I planted. Thank you very much, Mr. Falimara Babajidi Charles, yeah, for sharing welcome. your thoughts with us on the program today. You're welcome. Thank you. I sure hope that everyone who has listened has benefited from listening to this discussion. Um, more light has been shed on issues around tree planting, its effect on the environment, and other socioeconomic benefits. No doubt you are now more aware of the importance of tree planting and will engage in practices that help the environment while shunning those that have adverse effects. 
We have to end this episode of the show here. Remember to follow the program on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. The Twitter handle you can follow is at NASCO group. You can also send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email marketing at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now to the NASCO Moments trivia question. Name five benefits of tree planting to the environment. Send the correct answer via text to the number 0805-774-7777 and include your name and location. Last week we asked you when the Plateau State Microfinance Small and Medium Enterprises Development Agency was established. Well, the answer is 2016, and we're happy to announce our winners as Simon Beatrice Doom of Opposite TCNN and Asabe Nanpak Dashe of Plateau State House of Assembly. Congratulations to you too. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO, and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Harun Audu. Research and Content Development, Mercy Ojo, Ignatius Usa, and Harun Audu. Production Coordinator, Solomon Audu, Ruben Alex, and Ignatius Usa. I am Hudun Gyang. Stay out of trouble, be conscious of your environment, and plant a tree today. Mm-hmm.